Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate Hanley, your host and author of the book, How to Be a Better Person. This week on the podcast is all about work. Because we're in a moment of a collective rethinking about work, as evidenced by the great resignation when people are quitting their jobs in record numbers. Let's rethink this thing we spend so much of our time doing and thinking about. Today, I'm talking to someone who has done so much thinking about and experimenting with work. Damon Brown, friend to this podcast and to me, is the author of the brand new book, Career Remix, How to Get the Gig You Want with the Skills You've Got. Damon has worked for himself as a writer, author, consultant, coach, and speaker for decades now. He's founded and sold apps. And he's just a prolific offerer of excellent from-the-trenches advice and encouragement for anyone who's trying to figure out how to improve their work reality. I'm excited to talk with Damon today about the things you should consider before you up and quit your job. Even if you're not currently, secretly or not so secretly, fantasizing about heading off for greener pastures, thinking about these things will help you improve your relationship to the work you do and understand exactly what it is you have to offer and what you stand to gain. Damon, welcome. Thank you for having me, Kate. It's good to be back on. Oh my gosh, it's always a pleasure to have you. You open up your awesome book, Career Remix, by sharing a saying that your family often said. It's from the rooter to the tutor. Right. Where, yeah. Where does that saying come from and how does it apply to our work life? Sure. So from the rooter to the tutor... Um, you have to say it really fast like that for some reason. <laughs> okay. I said it too slow. I got to practice. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly my South Jersey accent's coming out. <laughs> it represents um, using every piece, usually of the pig. So from the rooter, which is used to root out vegetables, the nose, to the tutor, which obviously is used to toot and to pass gas and to, um, to poop and all those good things. <laughs> And it represents a time when my ancestors, the African-Americans who were who were just African at the time, who were enslaved, had to make do with the pieces that were left over after the people who owned the plantations or what have you had taken the so-called best parts. Now, the irony, of course, is that then being the origins of soul food, you have uh, Michelin star restaurants, as I talk about in Career Remix, who are specializing in this food. That, you know, just a few centuries ago, not that far back, you know, my ancestors had to figure out what to work with. I feel like our career is very similar where we have these bits and pieces and we're not sure what to do with them. And hopefully with career remix and the discussions that will come from it, we'll be able to to figure out how all those pieces fit and how to maximize what we've already done. 
how to bring our rooters and our tutors. I would hope so. You can't leave <laughs> one. You have, you have to bring both of them. Yes. <laughs> I love that so much. So for the listeners out there who are daydreaming about leaving their current work situation, what do they need to be keeping in mind? I'd say to figure out how you contribute to the issues that you're having at work. There's two things to that. The first thing is that there's no such thing as a vacuum. And so if there's certain attitudes or energies or perceptions you have about the work that you're doing at your job, that's going to help influence their environment. So before you pack up your bags, there's nothing wrong with quitting your job. There's millions of people have quit their jobs just over the past month here in America. Before you do that, figure out how you're contributing to it. Uh, But then the second part, which I think is we often undervalue, is figure out what you want to take away from it. For instance, I talk about an example in Career Remix where we might stay at a job because we like the network that's there. Network as in, you know, the buddies that we get a drink with, uh, the camaraderie that happens at the, you know, proverbial water cooler that could be on Zoom now, but it's still happening. What elements of the job do you actually like and might have kept you there, frankly, longer than you you actually need to be there? And so what you can do then is figure out if it's worth sticking around for that particular thing or how if there's a certain way that you can build that outside of that particular job. If your job is a social experience, is there a way that you can build that social experience outside of that job? Because there's so many people that I talk with and I'm a coach, which I think you might have mentioned at the top. And so there's hundreds of people that I've coached about leaving their jobs, getting to a new job, starting a side hustle, et cetera. There's so many different ways we can mix things up nowadays. And often it'll be like, okay, I'm ready to quit my job and move on because I hate my job. There's something you get out of your job. It could be a paycheck. It could be the social network. It could be the comfort and the habit. It could be an inertia because you've been in that job for so long. It could be because it's part of your identity. Again, I'm a coach, so I can talk about this all day. So I'm trying <laughs> to keep But it's that thing where what are you getting out of your job? You're getting something out of it. Even now, the worst job in the world, you're getting something out of it. Maybe it's a sense of pride that you're one of the few people that can do this kind of job. Maybe it's the impact on the customers or the people that you're serving. Maybe it's how your family feels about the work that you do. Before you decide to quit, figure out what you're actually getting out of your job. And is there a way you can get that out of that, get that from somewhere else, whether it's your next job, whether it's a a business, it could be something that's outside of work that gives you that fulfillment and maybe doesn't need to be part of your actual career. So go through that thought process before you, you know, give your two weeks. Man, I just love a good encouragement to do a little (laughs) self-reflection. You know, it sounds like a lot of times when we're thinking about quitting our job, we're just reacting, right? We're reacting to some kind of circumstance. And one of my better person principles is, is that there's always an opportunity within every challenge. And it's kind of up to us to figure out what those are. And it sounds like you're kind of saying the same thing. And one of the opportunities here is to figure out some stuff about you and what matters to you. And that's what you're going to take with you. It's a major principle in Career Remix and with my previous books too, is figuring out what is yours. Like your job could go away. You could get fired. You could quit. It could be a merger, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, we're all adults. So we've been through our, our series of adventures with our career. Mm-hmm. 
But what are you actually going to take with you? What is actually yours? And that, um, to use your term, that self-reflection, that insight, no salary changes, no um, pandemic, no political issues, <laughs> none, of the, none of the things that we've really dealt with over the last few years can take that away. And so it's worth the time. And often, and I know you've had uh, other episodes about this, often we get the most insight when we're uncomfortable because we're more open to change. And so there's a level of self-reflection that you're going to have when you're ready to quit your job that you're not going to have any other time. So be there, be present. Mm, I love it. Damon, I've got a few more questions for you, but I have to take a quick break. Everybody stay tuned. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, welcome back. So, Damon Brown, author of Career Remix, for folks who may have forgotten in the last 60 seconds. Let's say we've got a job that, as much as we might like to, we just can't leave. What can help us make the most of where we are? Oh, I love that. I love that question. I'm really into relationships, whether it's like intimate relationships or relationships we have with ourselves, relationships we have with other people, relationships we have with the, the organizations that we, we serve. And what we need to find out is how much we're actually expecting from that job and how much we can actually get from outside of that job. One of the highlights of Career Remix that I've been talking about quite a bit and has been on my mind since I wrote the book last year is the idea of an inner network and an outer network. And the inner network is, I know Sal, he works in accounting. If I want to get a check, you know, cut right away to send to this vendor, then I'm going to go talk to Sal and bring him a donut. <laughs> and then it'll get done right away. That's inner network. That's what we will call culture, right? In, in the coaching space. But then there's the outer network. And... That is, I'm able to connect with Kate and have a conversation with her. I'm able to do this and that. And those things are not dependent on the job that I have. It's almost like being in a serious relationship and expecting your partner or whatever your dynamic is to be your lover, your best friend, your confidant, your therapist, et cetera. Like at a certain point, that list is going to get too long. And there's a ton of issues related to that. I'll leave that to the relationship folks to talk about that. <laughs> it's very similar with our jobs where it's like, I, I think it was um, Elizabeth Gilbert in Big Magic, one of my favorite books of all time, talking mm -hmm. about stuff, where she talked about your art doesn't have to feed you. You don't need to make a living at your art. I think that's how she phrased it. Sometimes we put that weight on our job and it's like, oh, well, my job has to be fulfilling and it has to pay well and has to have really good hours and it has to have this and that. Maybe there's resources outside of your job that can do that. One thing that's, that I want to make really clear is that we often mix up our job with our career. Our job is theirs. Whomever hired us, that's theirs. Mm. We get fired or we quit. 
there's going to be someone else in that position. We're not taking our job with us, right? That's, that's theirs. Mm-hmm. Almost like renting, right? You leave the apartment or whatever and, you know, someone else is going to be in the apartment. Nothing personal against you. It's just, it wasn't yours to begin with. Mm. You can try to make it yours. You know, you can paint the walls, you can redecorate a little bit, get some permission from the landlord to spruce it up. But at the end of the day, it's not yours. Your career though, that arc, as we like to say as storytellers, we own that. So what's the narrative? What are you trying to do? And it was uh, Whitney Johnson, who's a, a fellow coach who I respect. She talks about slingshot moments where you might actually take a so-called lesser position or a position that you're not crazy about, or maybe it fills out two out of the five must-have boxes. But you set a, this will be more my, my impact, you set a deadline for it, which is important to set a deadline and say, I'm going to do this for the next year or two. But the things I want to learn from this, the amount of money I'm going to be able to make or whatever will allow me to slingshot much further in my career, not my job, but my mm-hmm. career than mm-hmm. I would otherwise. And maybe you're sticking with that particular job and you have a master plan well beyond that job. You don't need to walk in with attitude and say, I'm going to quit. <laughs> people, people do that all the time. It's like, <laughs> relax. You don't, need to, you don't need to shove it in their face. But you do need to have some type of plan beyond your job. And I've worked with people and I've seen them come in on Monday morning and their energy is completely different because they're not dependent on that job to build their career. They look at it as two separate things. Awesome. I love that. Damon, we've got time for one more question. We live in an uncertain world. I mean, we are just becoming more and more aware of that every day. And you say that uncertainty is our ally. What do you mean by that? So when things are certain, then to throw it back to the top of the show, when things are certain, we don't reflect. And I'm a fairly self-reflective person, but when everything is good, I'm not sitting there, you know, meditating on on this certain interaction that happened and et cetera, et cetera. I'm not doing that as much. Most of us don't. Everyone is pausing now. Everyone. Everyone. And people that thought they could ram right through it, they're tired. So everyone's pausing now. We've been in a great pause, more than a great reset for the past couple of years. So we're at this rare moment, first time in my life, I can't speak for anybody else, where everything is up for grabs. So we have this opportunity to create the foundation of our world in ways that we couldn't otherwise. And our job and our career are a part of that. This opportunity will not always be here. We could be talking two, three years from now, and no one's going to be talking about the Great Reset. No one's going to be quitting their jobs, and things are going to be cemented. So make a move now. Or at least start planning your move. And again, you don't have to quit your job, but you do need to have some type of strategy. Mm, You are making me so excited about this funky little period of time, Damon. Thank you for that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited, as you can tell. Yeah. (laughs) Two of us. (laughs) Yeah. So for folks who are resonating with what you're saying, where can they connect with and get more from you? Yeah. So you can come to DamonBrown.net. That's the hub for everything. I have a newsletter at joindamon.me. It's a free newsletter that comes every Wednesday. And then I have my show, The Bring Your Worst Show, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 11.30 a.m. Vegas time, so Pacific Standard Time. And that's at youtube.com slash brown damon. 
And uh, yeah, Kate, you've actually been one of the inspirations for me having a regularly scheduled show, which I was intimidated by for a little while. So thank you for the encouragement. I'm uh, almost at 200 episodes now. So Wow, how cool is that? Oh man, that's so awesome. Well, it's just been great talking to you. Thanks for being here today. Yeah, thank you, Kate. And everybody, don't forget, Damon's new book is Career Remix. All right, bye. Hi, it's Kate, back with your tiny assignment. So the next time you're feeling uncertain, in ways big or small. Here are two things to ask yourself. Number one, what possibilities does this uncertainty open up? And number two, if I could have this work out in a really cool way, what would that be? They're both kind of the same question, but they're just two slightly different ways into imagining the possibilities. Going through the motions of answering these questions will help you focus on what's possible instead of on any anxiety around not knowing how things are going to happen next. Take care and come back tomorrow when I'm talking about the importance of something that you probably haven't been doing all that much of during the pandemic, and that is tending to your network. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 